Hey guys, real quick, before we get started, I have a small request. If you've been blessed by our content and you like this show, would you take just a brief moment and leave us a five-star review? This is quite possibly the most effective thing that you can do to ensure that this content gets out to as many people as possible. Thanks. What are common signs that your uh, pastors or elders lack courage to lead and equip their flock, stand for truth, and love God and defy tyrants? A follow-up question would be, if they lack courage, when should you consider leaving the church and finding another one? I think what A.E. talked about was probably the closest to that, the the spirit of that question. Yeah, no, I think, um, so (laughs) this is a a tough question because I don't want to, like, cause any trouble at your churches, right? But the thing is, like, when when your pastor's policies or opinions on controversial-ish, everyday issues are identical to MSNBC, except they sprinkle a little Jesus on top, that's a big sign. You know what I mean? That's a huge sign. And when they, and when they don't show a willingness or even a ability to take a little time to think it through, you know, like, they just jump on it, that's a big sign. And I think that you shouldn't just, at that point, you don't just leave, right? And I think most of the people in this audience know that, right? Have the conversation with the pastor, try to talk to him. Um, and I think that, that those conversations, sometimes they go really poorly, sometimes they go really well. Um, but I think it's in those conversations where you realize his willingness to s- sort of stand up to some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in the kind of back and forth, the questions, hearing them out, um, where, where you find that kind of thing. But my, my thing is like, so many guys sound, I mean, it could be, uh, what's that woman with the short hair on, on MSNBC? Rachel Maddow. Maddow. Like, they sound like Maddow, and they kind of look like her, too. <laughs> <laughs> I should have I said that. <laughs> well, Except they're, you know, they, they, you know they, they have Bible verses for it. So it's just, it's just weird. It's weird. I, so I would add to that, it, kind of like the quote that I think I shared in my talk, but um, the, the Martin Luther quote, right? If, did, did I say that in my talk, the Martin Luther quote? Oh, it was to you guys, yeah. So the Martin Luther quote that I, I really like, and we, we talked about it in our recording yesterday, but um, it says, uh, and I'm going to do my best to paraphrase. I don't have it memorized. But it, it says, um, wherever the battle rages the fiercest, there the loyalty of the soldier is tried. If he is faithful in every battlefield across the gambit, but he flinches, he fails at that one point that is currently being contested, he is not professing Christ. And so what I would say is, and I'll, I'll, just, I'll be frank, um, like it's like what A.D. said. He's like going to a Baptist church as a Presbyterian. And the reason why is like some of the Presbyterian guys, right, some of the PCA, you know, and, you know, Revoice and stuff like that, not all PCA churches, but some, but then there's like OPC. I love the OPC. I really do. Um, and, and, you know, the Vantillion, the Voss, like, it, rich treasure troves of doctrine. But for me, as a Reformed Baptist, 35 years old, it's like I've got like two cylinders, but I'm firing on both of them constantly, right? And there's other guys who got like a V12, but all they do is rev it up in the driveway and they never, they never go anywhere. And so, so my thing is, if you're, if you're Vantillian, right, and, and you're presuppositional, and you're OPC, and you've got a podcast, and you've got lectures, and you've got dissertations, but you have a mass service, and, and no singing, uh, you failed. So my, my point is, how do you test courage with a pastor? It's, it's not just, don't just look at comprehensive theology. He affirms the Trinity. He's a Calvinist. He checks all these theological boxes. See which doctrine is currently under fire. 
does he flinch at the point that is currently contested? That's currently contested. Um, if he flinches there, he's a coward. And so what I would say is that um, true courage is willing to fight Goliath before David kills him. So when, when the armies of Israel run after the Philistines, after David is holding Goliath's head in the air, that's not courage. And so I think there's a lot of guys who, who it, it's a thin veneer, it's a fake courage, a pseudo courage, counterfeit courage, that what they do is they go around to giants that have already been slain in a circle, and they're kicking them and spitting on them, and reviling them, you know, so, so right, like, so toxic masculinity. Like, are there actually men who abuse women and abuse children? Yes, yes. Is that, though, is that the giant of this hour? Is, is our problem abusive masculinity? Or is our problem Jezebel and feminism? Right? So, so what you have is, well, what, but there was a time when that was pervasive. Yeah, and you're 50 years too late. Right? So if you're Amazon Prime, you said uh, uh, elevating black voices. That would have been great 50 years ago. That would have been courageous. It's not courageous now. It's not courageous now. And, and so that, that's what I would say is courage is not just fighting against actual sin and actual problems, but it's fighting over, over the, the giant that's still at large, the one on the wanted poster who hasn't been brought, brought in yet. That, that's courage. And, and, but like AD said, um, don't just get up and leave. Challenge your pastor to be courageous and see how he responds. But if he responds poorly, um, then I think you can leave respect, respectfully, but do him a loving service. Tell him why. The Lord might use it, you know. I, I had to face this with my wife uh, at a church, so um, I'll just very briefly say that there's a number of questions that I had to ask myself. The, this is the main one, and this is what I tell people who are in this predicament, especially, and it's tailored for guys, but if you're a mother and, and you know, the situation, uh, you know, it pertains to you, you know, it may, but so if a guy comes to me, it's like, I, I don't know about this church, I usually ask him, okay, well, like, what if you died tomorrow? and your wife and your kids are still going to this church. And so, and if you're a single mom or something, you know, what if your kids are, are there? These shepherds are responsible for the spiritual development of your children, of your wife. Would you be comfortable with that? Would you entrust that, the, the pastors there to do that? And if the answer is no, if you can't trust them, then I think you have your answer. Like you shouldn't be going there because that's their whole purpose is to watch over your souls and the souls of your family. So if you have to like, everything they say you have to have a conversation about or correct what the pastor just said to your children, then you're at the wrong church. It's pretty simple in, in my mind. Thanks so much for listening. But real quick, before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment, and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.